That's me. Welcome back, Pinball Nerds, episode 278 of your fifth favorite pinball podcast. This is the third time I'm attempting to do this episode, but let's get right into it. First of all, I have to congratulate Bill from Special Winlet Pinball Podcast. Bill Webb welcomed a new son, Billy. It says here his name is Billy Webb V. Oh, that must be Billy Webb the Fifth. That's awesome. Congratulations to Bill and his entire family. And of course, congratulations to Billy's awesome uncle-to-be, Uncle Ken. That's right. Um, okay, I don't know if they'll actually call him Uncle Ken, but I know Bill and Ken are very close, so maybe we'll have to wait to see. And Bill did jokingly mention, I believe, in a previous special lit episode that he might even be bringing good old Billy down to Expo. And that would be really cool if he did. Everyone could congratulate him and get to check out the world's newest future pinball superstar, I'm sure. The other thing I want to cover on this episode is... It is Mr. Dennis Kriesel's birthday. Happy birthday, Dennis! Happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, you look like a monkey, and you smell like one too. Happy birthday, Dennis, I'm just kidding, you don't look or smell like a monkey. In fact, I don't know what you smell like because I've never had the opportunity to meet you. But I'm sure it's like southern fried chicken or something because I've heard you talk about that a lot and I know you love it. And barbecue, barbecue's big down there, it's not just chicken, I know it's all things barbecue. Um, so Dennis, someday, hopefully I'm going to buy you some barbecue. Do you drink beer? I don't know if you drink beer. If you, if you drink beer, I now owe you a birthday beer and get your butt down to Pemberg next year, Dennis. Jeepers, creepers, Alamogeepers. Uh, it'd be good to see you there. You were one of the people I was hoping to see down there who is a competitive player who didn't make it, but I know you were starting a new job last year and maybe that is why. Um, I do apologize. I haven't podcasted for a few days. I attempted to do a podcast. I was actually halfway through it and my maritime bus, the one time you want the bus to be like actually on time, it's like 20 minutes early and normally it's like 10, 15 minutes late. It's like, what? So anyways, I was catching the bus from the Halifax airport. I am back here in River Herbert, Nova Scotia. And then yesterday it was like a comedy of events the dog for the, I was upstairs in the bedroom recording an episode and the dog for the first time ever got through our barricade and was upstairs and was trying to get through the door. Then the phone rang, then my cell phone rang, then my cell phone rang again. And so I just deleted the episode. I was like, ugh. it's like fate is telling me it's not time to do that episode. And it's a good thing that I decided not to do it because the episode I was going to record was Chris the Pin Transmissions for Expo. Expo does not start for another four days, so that's right. I have got there. I have I have heard from a couple of you, but I really need some good, well thought out, fun, enjoyable missions for Chris the Pinter and Expo. And here's the good news: I've decided that when I release the top five missions for Chris the Pinter, 
it will be for all of you. So I want to see if one of the listeners, you know, can accomplish as much, if not more, than Chris the Pintern at Expo. Chris will be my eyes and ears on the ground. And if you'd like to volunteer to be a Pintern along with Chris, that would be great. Feel free to message me before or after the show, as long as you listen to the episode coming out hopefully tomorrow. Tomorrow will be three three or four days before Expo starts. It'll be Saturday tomorrow, so like four days before the official start, I think, uh, or maybe even three. So I really want to get those done. Please, guys, you have till Monday to get me submissions for your own selves because I'm going to challenge each and one of my listeners who's going to Expo to also accomplish these five missions. Now, I have a couple in mind already, but I'd like to see if you all can help me crowdsource some better ideas, because this show isn't all about me. This show is about all of us in the pinball community and what we can do to make it better, to make it more rad, to make it more fun, to make it more enjoyable. And of course, the only thing more fun than going to a pinball show is going to the pinball show with a few interesting missions. Am I right? Something fun. A little um, what else did I want to say? So happy birthday to Dennis. Dennis is, I think Dennis brings balance to the force when he's on this week in pinball. Sometimes, uh, Zach attack there, Mr. Zach, many of, uh, this week in pinball podcast. And of course, straight down the middle of pinball show. And of course, flipping out pinball. Do I have to say all three each time, Zach? Can I just, anyways, um, you, you guys know Zach, one of the hardest guys, if not the hardest working guy in pinball. I don't know if I can say the hardest, but Definitely one of the hardest working guys in pinball. Um, he also produced Cribs last week. I will say this. All the comments that I did read where the Cribs was posted, um, that was with Chris Haper, I guess the other half of Slap Save originally. Um, did it come off a little pretentious and rude? Yes. But it was still freaking hilarious. Zach did an awesome job shooting the camera angles. It would have maybe not been like, the dude with, like, the nine-foot-tall truck maybe shouldn't have been the guy, the first guy to, like... And, yes, I do understand what a lot of people said, maybe a little bit less bragging about, like... I don't know. It seems braggadocious. Someone wrote that somewhere on Facebook, I think, on the under the Ontario Pinball Enthusiasts uh, Facebook group or something like that. But um, I still hope they do it again. It's really neat to see the pinball collection. Many people echoed this sentiment... Uh, on the two places I was reading it about it on Facebook, and I'm sure it probably was echoed as well on Pinside. Um, I haven't gone back there to check, but I'm sure people were saying the same thing, that we want to hear more about the pinball machines. We want you to talk more about the different custom mods. We want you to maybe give an estimated value on the entire collection or something like that. Uh, but we don't need as much time spent in the kitchen and talking about the Toyota minivan and stuff like that. Right? So I, I did fast forward a couple times during it. I watched every second. I like I like the stuff about the artwork. Anything even remotely pinball related, you know, I will listen to. Um, it's just all that other stuff I don't want to listen to. My breakfast burrito is beeping. I've got to get over to it. Okay, we're going for a ride, guys. Might have to let Luna in. Flip over this. A little bit breakfast burrito. Our breakfast burrito is ready to go. Okay, there we go. Who let out the dog? 
Um, what else we got to talk about today? I think that uh, Zach did a good job, like I said, producing it. I think that the camera shots looked really cool. The production was incredible. But the thing that was lacking by far the most was, you know, like a little, bit, a little bit of humility or something like that. But I mean, that's what Cribs is about. Cribs is, Cribs is supposed to be about bragging like that. So I don't know. <clears throat> Would I like to see more? Yes, for sure. Um, my house, Cribs, would just be funny because I live in a very humble, small house. Chris's pickup truck is probably worth more than my uh, house. And uh, what any, any one of his awesome pinball machines are worth more than my entire pinball collection. So, Zach, I don't think that I'm going to be next up to bat because uh, I don't think that really my collection is what people are looking for either. But I can tell you this. It definitely would be more humble and humiliating because, and maybe possibly a little more genuine, but like I said, I still enjoyed it. It was fun. It was interesting. Um, I'd like to keep seeing it. I don't know if it's worth the production time, energy, value that it takes to go do it at each person's house, but yeah, I'd really, really, really like to see it again. Next, the Ghostbusters code. I did get to play a Monday night pinball and say goodbye to all my Monday Night Pinball friends in London, Ontario on the new Ghostbusters code. And what can I say? I liked it. I loved it. It didn't flix, fix the flipper gap. It didn't fix that right frickin' ramp shot being the tightest shot on the friggin' planet. Tighter than a friggin' whale's anus. Like, I, you just, you couldn't, there's no frickin' way. That, ah, I hate that shot. And there's so often that you need to hit that shot. But here's the good news is that everything else seems to be balanced better. Uh, the only thing that I thought was almost a little unfair, and I did walk, watch one of my friends come back and beat a guy, very simply, that left ramp to do the gear values is crazy. It used to go up by like a million and a half, and it used to go up so slow it was like molasses just falling down out of your mouth. And now, honestly, the guy hit it like five or six times, and he cashed out for like 78 million on the gear values. And I was like, what? He only did, may maybe he got a couple ramps before that I saw. Maybe it was like, it was less than 10 ramps. I'm pretty sure of it. So now that's the only, no one wants to complain about new Ghostbusters code. And I'm pretty sure Dwight said they're done with it. But wowie, oh wowie, if I'm ever playing Ghostbusters, because I can hit that left ramp like an SOB, uh, it, it returns right to your right flipper, and you hit the left ramp. Then you do it again, you do it again. It is a starkly different ramp than the right ramp, which is too hard to hit. The left ramp is almost too easy. But before with the gear values, you would just waste your time like getting to like 20 million even just to you know give yourself a bare minimum. Um, if you're especially playing in a tournament setting. And now... When you're playing it, it's like, oh my God, you can just hit that ramp like 10 times and you've got 100 million. Now all the other scoring is higher as well and all the modes are higher and you can play the modes and get a couple hundred million pretty easily as well also. So it makes sense that they did raise the gear values, but that would be my only, my only concern is that people may just go for gear value instead of modes. Even though the modes are overall probably a lot more lucrative, but geez, if you can hit that left ramp now... I just hope in pinball tournaments we don't see people just doing the gear values for $200 million like Joe Stanzik used to do without even the new code update. Oh, my God. Joe Stanzik on the new code update. Anyways, Joe's a guy from London, Ontario Pinball League who most recently just went one. Congrats. And uh, if he so chose to come out to Monday Night Pinball, would probably win that a lot of the time as well when 
Sean Russell or Brad Hopkins or Julie Dorsers didn't from time to time snag one off him. Um, and I did get to see my good buddy Mark Turand, who I didn't get to see at, at Lopel, so it was really nice to get to see him. And everybody else, I'm sure a lot of you that have me on Facebook saw that picture with about 20 of us at Monday Night Pinball. And if you don't have me on Facebook, go ahead and add me under Albert, A-L-B-E-R-T, last name Agar, A-G-A-R, just like the famous pinball machine Algar. Um, and some people even call me that for my last name. Not sure if it's jokingly or on purpose, but that's great. Um, but unlike Algar, I am Al and I am Agar, but I'm not Algar. But I could be Albert Al Algar. I'd be down with that. Um, I'm excited to be back to your daily dose of pinball nerds uh, for at least the next little while. I'm going to have time and energy until uh, eh, if I end up getting a job or something crazy like that happens. I might not be able to do it, but I am back as your daily dose of pinball for a while because... I'm home from traveling. Uh, you heard my intro there for the first time in a while because, as I said, I have been traveling and it wouldn't make sense to play the live from River Hibbert in Nova Scotia while I was in Ontario, right? And I just want to take a second to thank each and every family member and friend that either lent me a couch or made me a meal or gave me a ride somewhere or came out and went and, you know, went bar hopping at our pints and pinball pub crawl that was so much fun um everyone i got to see at lopel everyone i got to see at monday night pinball speed city records uh i got to see mike todd and um i know that he was dealing with a little bit of a medical concern and had got some surgery and i think he's doing better which is great and i wish him a speedy recovery and i know that's a little bit punny because that's his nickname but i got to see milkman and so many other people there i got to hang out with my sister my new nephew liam I uh, got to go to my cousin's wedding. It was all good. It was great. But I am now back, and I have access to a computer or a laptop while I'm traveling. That means I get outro tunes. That means I get my intro theme. That means I can do better research for y'all, including my next episode, which I'm working on now and which should be up shortly. I'm very excited to be back, if you can't tell. And speaking of outro music for today, what I'm going to be playing is a little band called the Avalanches, all the way from Australia. And this song is called Because I'm Me. Until next time, pinball nerds, remember to eat, sleep, and breathe pinball. Oh my gosh, pinball nerds, it just occurred to me that I got sidetracked during the episode and I completely forgot to mention that Dennis Kriesel is of the Eclectic Gamers podcast and of course you probably know him as well as co-hosting This Week in Pinball. But I just went back on here and listened to it and I was like, whoa, 
you told you said happy birthday and you sang and everything else. I should have mentioned. I did mention I would, you know, buy Dennis a beer or grab him some <coughs> barbecue or a meal or something at Pinburg, but I didn't even mention where he was from. So get the heck over there. Listen to the newest Eclectic Gamers Pinball Podcast. Make sure you like, subscribe, maybe leave a review if you love it as much as I do. Um, they do talk a little bit more about video game industry stuff, but it's still primarily pinball. And it's Dennis, so it's super rad. Check it out. I do want to also make one last beg and plea to you to please send me, whether through Facebook, whether through the Pimmel Nerds Podcast Facebook group, directly through me under Albert Agar under Facebook or at PimmelNerds at gmail.com, whatever's easier for you, send me your missions for Chris the Pintern at Expo. We've only got three days. I will be putting those missions up on Monday or Tuesday at the latest. I can't wait. Until next time, Pimmel Nerds. Excuse me. Congratulations again to Bill Webb and family over there at Special One Lit on their new addition to the family. And happy birthday, Dennis Kriesel. Eat, sleep, and breathe. Eclectic Gamers Pinball Podcast. <laughs>